Hey there, folks. It's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, honestly, it is the kind of culture that bums us all out the least. Now, back in the before times, we would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. But now, still, teaming up with another person who's not in your quarantine pod is possibly lethal, definitely more frowned upon than trying to say happy holidays around the biggest snowflakes in the fucking world. So for now... It's one comic against another. To win this battle, each one will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, their good comebacks that they've been saving in their notes app to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, thereby giving their opinion on Whamageddon, for example, more weight than a civilian's. Let's get into it. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our comedians. Our first contestant is doing his show about crashing a white nationalist meeting just for us. It's at the Cherry Lane Theater in New York City in the West Village. How charming until January 8th. It's Alex Edelman. Hello, Alex. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm good. I mean, I've been having issues with my headphones, as you know from before this, so I'm annoyed at my expensive headphones, but I'm very excited. Don't, Don't taunt them, though. Just be nice. Everybody has an off day. Everybody I'll has an off day. Uh, tell us about Just For Us. Um, It's a solo show. It's about Jewish identity. Broadly, specifically, it's about this, like, I went to this meeting of, like, white nationalists and queens. And then after a while, one of them was like, sorry, but, like, this guy's a Jew. I'm like, yeah, I'm a dude. And so, like, that's sort of, actually, I've just kind of given away the show. But, like, yeah, that's oh. the, that's the show. It's a, it's being produced by Mike Braviglia, who is a uh. wonderful uh, comic. And it's. Seems to be going well, and so far the shows have been like selling out and getting good reviews. So I'm like, hopefully I get to do it for a while. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be there till we extended yesterday. So nice. I'm selling a million tickets. Come on, so now. please, I know, please, please come. If you're listening to this, please drop everything and just come. I'm gonna be in New York next week. I'm gonna try and find a way to get there. I love that little Very theater. Nice. I love Commerce Street. Uh, oh, so charming at this time of year. Get out of here. All right, Alex Edelman, thank you so much for being here. Our second contestant is a writer and comic. She is starting starring in her first feature film, The End of Us. It's Ali Vingiano. Hello, Ali. Hello. Thank you for having me. I am very excited to compete today. So happy to have you to have you with us. You're you're in a standing position. I'm standing. I'm ready to go. Allowing for a free flow of energy for lungs to expand with air. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's it's a winning stance. What's the end of us all about? The End of Us is about a couple that breaks up. Um, It happens right before they are quarantining together and they are living um, together, trying to navigate the world as new exes. And it's ultimately a movie about moving on with your life and letting go of people you love. Um, It's Mm -hmm. a rom-com, but it's not it's not a traditional rom-com without giving anything away. Um, and yeah, it's my first feature as an actor. I didn't write it or direct it, but, Uh um, it was super fun to act in it. And nice. That's the end of it. Where can we see it? 
It's playing actually, I think today's maybe the last day you can see it. I went to see it last night in oh. Beverly Hills, but um, it's playing in oh, 10 theaters. Wow. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's streaming. So it's streaming on Amazon, iTunes, probably anywhere else you can buy or rent movies. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Ellie Vingiano. Now that you have been introduced, it is time for us to find out which of you has the better grasp of the holiday season. This is our Christmas episode Oof. and our 69th episode. Hell hey. yeah. Nice. So we decided it was a good time to celebrate those who are nice. <laughs> So players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me your favorite protagonist from a holiday-themed movie or special of your choosing to play on behalf of. Allie, you have had a moment to think about this, so we'll start with you. That's true. And, you know, yeah. my favorite, I, I, here's my here's where I'm at right now. I'm stuck between Buddy the Elf, my favorite oh. Christmas protagonist I would say of all time um and you know but in my family it's a wonderful life is our tradition every year we watch it I've been watching it I actually like was just made fun of by somebody because they were like you know no other Christmas movie except it's a wonderful life um so I got I know Elf I know Elf and it's a wonderful life and I I think Clarence from it's a wonderful life is um quite an iconic character and I would pick Clarence, except I think saying Buddy the Elf is a little more fun to say out loud. Okay. So let's go with yeah. Buddy the Elf. Buddy the Elf, just for the mellifluousness of it. Great. Yes. Buddy the Elf. Uh, Alex, how about you? All right. I'm tempted to play as uh, Grumpy Cat from Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever, but uh, but I won't. Oh. I'll pick a slightly less iconic. You said any holiday-themed one, right? Any holiday themed movie, TV show, song. All right, uh, I want to whatever. I want to play as Neil Page, who is Steve Martin's character from the film Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. The guy oh. who wants to rent a fucking car because he walked a fucking across a fucking runway and then across a fucking highway. Can I curse on this? Can I curse on this? Podcast? Yes, you can. Of course, you yeah, can. yeah, of course. Okay, so I really so I'm gonna play as Steve Martin because it's his only Christmasy. Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving movie, but it's his only holiday role. So it's play holidays. Is that? Yeah, it's yeah, holidays. Yeah. Great. Sure. You know, now you don't have to play as this character. You don't have to like, you know. Oh no, no, no! I'm not going to do. You, 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 okay, okay. I'm not going to do that. Otherwise, if I had to play okay. as a character, I play as the pigeon lady from Humble Low too. But still, I'm going to. Oh do. sure. Mm. Yeah. Very good choices all the way around. Buddy the Elf versus Neil. Page. Say Neil Lane. Is Neil it his Page. name Neil Page? Am I missing messing that up? I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I think it's Neil Page. The judges say yes. Neil Lane is the person who makes uh, the rings for the Bachelor people. Okay, yeah. so there it is. Neil Page versus Buddy the Elf. Keep those buzz in words at the ready as we move forward. Let's start the show with a round we're calling Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Mock. Mariah Carey and George Michael obviously uh, claim sovereignty over Christmas pop music, but they are not without their challenges to the throne, to the throne, to the crown, to whatever. Not a year goes by that a band doesn't try to stake their claim on the notes of Christmas future by releasing a pop song that just might stand the test of time, but they almost never do. In such a cluttered landscape, it is impossible to remember each of these attempts. So we're going to try to challenge you by giving you a series of band or artist names and song titles. You tell us Jingle Bell Rock if it is a real song, Jingle Bell Mock if it is one our writers made up. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If it's real, we'll play a clip. But if it's fake and you attempt to perform what the song might sound like, 
perhaps I will get in the holiday spirit and award you some points. Okay, number one. Is it real or fake? Rock or mock? Ludicrous, Ludicrousmas. But Buddy I'm the Elf, I'm oh, going to say it's okay, Jingle Bell Rock. Well, no, let's listen. No, no. <laughs> Isn't this a 30 Rock episode? Loving it. Love it. Isn't isn't life a 30 Rock episode, Alex? <laughs> Is it 30 Rock Increasingly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was real. Point to you. Okay, oh my number God. two. Number two. George Harrison, She Knows Christmas. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Neil Page. I'm going to say okay. I'm going to say Jingle Bell Jingle Bell Mock. Okay, you are correct. But what would that song sound like? Um, oh, she knows it's Chris. Oh, she knows it's Christmas. Oh, she knows it's Christmas. All she knows is Christmas by George Harrison. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clearly you've been watching the Beatles stock. Yeah. Oh, she, this Christmas, mate. <laughs> Honestly, listener, you should see the joy in Alex's face as he sings it. It's really beautiful. Uh, this is it's, the war on Christmas. This is what this, the Fox News people are talking about, is me is doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to set that fire that tree on fire again with your with your actions and your mind? Hey, listen, I did it the first time, you know. I'm happy to <laughs> Yeah, listen, that was that was all of our collective energy made that happen. Uh, okay, two points to you. Uh, number three, the killers don't shoot me, Santa. Uh, that's Ridge, uh, Neil Page. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, they do a Christmas song every year. It's, aw- yes, it's absolutely awesome. My favorite is Joel, Joel, the lump of coal. But uh, don't shoot me, Santa is uh, the killers. Yeah. Okay, well, let's hear it. As relevant wow. as ever. Don't shoot me, Santa. Jesus, if, if I see another fucking politician posing with their guns and their family, I a fucking absolutely. The killers do a single every year. They do it with Jimmy, Kim, or maybe they don't do it right. Maybe they haven't done it right now, but they did it with Kimmel for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. They're really they're underrated as like a funny group. Everyone's yeah. like, it's still racers. But you know, like that is, no. I really like their, I really like whenever they try to be uh, funny, actually. When they cut loose, so. they're magnificent. Uh, okay. Uh, number four, Adele, Christmas Promises. Mm. Buddy the Elf, I'm going to say yes. Christmas. Wait, what do I have to say? Jingle Bell Mock. Yeah. If you think it's fake. Yeah, I think it's fake. Which do, okay. I think it's a fake You're- out. You're correct. It's okay. However, Allie, what would Christmas promises oh, no. by Adele sound like? I have to sing Adele? Yes, you do. Oh, right now. Uh, Christmas, Christmas from the other side. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So it's just hello, but Christmas? It's just hello, but with the word Christmas in it. No, Christmas promises. Christmas promise. I'm sad I got a divorce and now it's Christmas. <laughs> Is that oh, better? Oh, yeah. She just gets right to it. She just gets right to it on Christmas Promises. Uh, no poetry at all to that one. And I like it. It's no, time for Adele no. to take a little break and just say things as they are. Uh, yes, point to a couple points to you for Christmas Promises, which is fake. Okay, uh, number five. The Season by Cher. 
Neil Page, I'm going to say it's Ma, Chris, Jingle Bell Mock, because I feel like I would know this one. You, you're up on your share. And you're correct. That yeah. is not a real Christmas song. Mm. However, if it were Alex Edelman, what would it sound like? I shake this. Is it necessary? This is disrespectful. It is deeply disrespectful. Why? It's really disrespectful. That's how you hit the high notes. But you, was, you didn't hit those high notes. I Alex. did. I think and, the listeners will just, agree. We need to and, put, well, the, and the, but the listeners can't see the physicality that we can. I promise. It's really. I can't. That wasn't wow. anything. Wow. What do you mean? One wow. point for being correct. No points for this. Wow. Sorry. How dare Sorry. you? I'm the biggest share stand. She's a rich really? man. Really? Oh, yeah. She is a rich man. Yeah. Did, did you see the show on Broadway? No, I couldn't get tickets. Okay. But I will okay. see well, I will say this one thing, which is that every please. every everyone I've ever dated has said to me the quote, Mama, I am a rich man, and I've always had to pretend like I've never heard it before. And you pretend wow. I always pretend yeah. I'm, I'm like, that's an amazing quote. But my college girlfriend said it to me. As an inspirational quote from Cher, it, like it's a quietly very inspirational quote, but I always have to pretend that I it's, don't know it. I'm always like, yeah. "Oh man," because you can't be like, "Yeah, I heard it from my last girlfriend and my girlfriend." <laughs> like, I've had five people that I would consider like significant dating in in my life. Only one of them has not said that quote to me, so it's like, mm. I think it's, you should send it to her. Uh, Maybe she hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh my god! I, but it's a genuinely gorgeous inspirational quote from like a no. pretty. And it's it's strange to me that you have not been the one who has presented it to a to a significant. Mama, I am a rich man, like you know. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. I do remember like the first time I saw that quote, like on Twitter, and being like, "Oh my god, like this is this is it, like this is exactly like yes, like I'm gonna be my own rich man." It, it is, I think, like a rite of passage as a woman in her twenties. Yes. Oh God. Anything it really? Yeah. Any gender at any age. It's true. That's true. From a little a little share spiration. Uh, number six, Garth Brooks, my kind of snow. Um, buddy, oh, nope, go ahead. Ooh, I did hear buddy first. Go ahead. But I heard you a lot talked of ums. first. No, 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 go ahead. Go <laughs> it ahead. doesn't matter. I'm gonna say you jingle. Say I'm thing. gonna say. Do I get deducted a point if it's wrong? No, no, right? Okay, I'm gonna say jingle bell rock. Well, you're wrong. Ah, you're wrong. But you can get a point. If you sing me, oh, no. Garth Brooks, classic Christmas. So actually, really, either of you can ring in right now and sing me, uh, buddy, Garth yeah. Brooks, classic. I'm sorry. Yeah, Neil Page. Neil Page. Oh, that's not yours. What's the okay. name of the song again? Neil Page. My kind of snow. My but, kind of snow. But Alex did ring in first okay. this time, okay. yeah. sort of properly. Alex, what is it? What does it sound like? Yeah. Take me into it. Not track my beer, my guitar. You already know it's my kind of snow. <laughs> The, the pain on so Christian's face is worth doing this. <laughs> the pain on yeah. your face is worth. I don't even fucking. I don't even fucking want the point. I want to be able to sing this for the rest of the episode. It's 
I love I love Garth Brooks also. Now, and when you say when you say the pain on Christian's face, you don't just mean our producer Christian Duenas. You mean the pain on the face of every I'm Christian. Every <laughs> Christian in America. Every I actually prefer Chris Gaines to Garth Brooks, but I will say who does that, you know? Allie, are you aware of Chris Gaines? No, I do not know who this is. Oh boy, Allie. We should just stop everything right now and turn this into a TED talk on Chris. I'm happy to give it. Illuminate me. Let me pull on the PowerPoint. So so Chris Gaines, (laughs) so after a while, Garth Brooks became got so sick of literally being one of the most successful touring acts in the United States. Like legit, like Mm -hmm. legit all props to Garth Mm -hmm. Brooks for being an amazing uh, showman and songwriter. Um, and he decided that he was going to launch a alt rock career under a assumed under a nom de plume and that nom de plume was chris gaines and yeah i will say that i think even garth brooks would acknowledge that chris gaines's output and draw was not what garth brooks's output and draw was so i think it it sort of has been relegated to the late 90s early 2000s detritus of you know like Uh, but it is He, yeah, he recorded uh, and released a greatest hits album. So it's like we're all, it's like a a, a missive uh, from this alternate universe where he exists. So the one Chris Gaines album is his greatest hits. And he hosted Saturday Night Live as Garth Brooks, but the musical guest was Which is so funny. Whoa. Which is, it's wild as hell. And he had like a little, like, um, not quite a Caesar, Hmm. but like, Whatever was after the Caesar, where it was like yes. the hair was like a Dutch boy, and um, like a Dutch and a boy. little soul patch. I feel and, like, uh, and like a black sweater. Wow, so I'm crazy! I feel like Beyonce had like she's someone who could have done that with like Sasha Fierce as her like alter ego. I right. feel like she could have hosted SNL with like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce, but yeah, one very few people can... has more taste. Yes, exactly. She has more taste. <laughs> yeah, she has more taste than that. Um, if and I'm not gonna. Go deep into this, but I'm just going to say to you and to the listener, please do yourself a holiday favor. Go to YouTube, search for uh, Garth Brooks Facebook. Just do it and watch the video. You'll be so glad you did. It's the best thing that has ever happened. Okay. Number seven, Green Day, Christmas time of the year. Um, Neil Page. That is a Jingle Bell. That is a Jingle Bell rock, I believe. That is real. Point to you. Let's hear it. Yeah. It's real, Allie. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go listen to that album after this. I want to hear a little Green Day Christmas music and the Ludacris, of course. Of course, obviously, we'll put together a little uh, Christmas playlist for the listener, perhaps. Uh, Number eight, TLC Sleigh Ride. I think uh, Buddy the Elf. Mm -hmm. I I maybe I'm just too optimistic about people recording, but I think it's a Jingle Bell Rock. I think so too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Let's hear it. There you go. Yep, TLC cashing in on the holidays with Sleigh Ride. Point to you, Allie. Uh, and finally, number ten, Fallout Boy Yule. Why you? Why Shoot your eye out. Um, I'm gonna buzz in uh, Neil Page yes. and say that it's a Jingle Bell Rock. It is. Point to yeah. you. Let's wow. hear it. 
Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fallout Boy is Fallout Boy all day long. At the end <laughs> of that round, the scores are these. Christians working furiously on his whiteboard. Okay. Neil Page got six. Buddy's got four. It's very tight at the end of round one. Let's get into our second round. Now, folks, as I mentioned, this is our 69th episode of Troubled Waters. Nice. And in the spirit of episode 69, we're playing a round called Christmas is Coming and Rudolph is Horny. To celebrate our Christmas episode landing on the rudest of numbers, we want you to give us your best or worst Christmas innuendos. Got the whole Utide palette to paint with, stuffing stockings, coming down chimneys. Um, you are welcome to use any other wintertime festivals. If Hornica is, is more your thing, whatever. Give us some pickup lines, some rude dad jokes, uh, a filthy play on words, whatever you like. Pitch away. I will stop you when I get sick of hearing it. Um, I called that guy last week's Tinsel because he's hung. Hey, two points. <laughs> um, um, I want him to stuff my stocking. I mean, that was an example I already that gave you at one point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. No, no, no. Listen, I, I'm really blacking out right now because that's okay. I, I'm not, I'm not a punny person, so mm. I'm sorry. I get zero okay. points. Don't don't sell yourself short. Come on, just be filthy. I, last night I got glazed like a like, <laughs> Yes, you can. Uh, yes, you can. Did, uh, Christ, glazed in a ham. I'm just like, look at my face. It's red as like I'm gonna sheep. Yeah. It is, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But you know what? Three points to you. Okay. I'm a, um, I'm afraid you also already said this one, but did you say like? I'm going to ride his sleigh tonight. No, you did not. That's I didn't. Good. Okay. I didn't. A point to you. Yes. Uh, keep him coming. He really got. Only because I can see how uncomfortable it's making. <laughs> Ru Rudolph really got in there. By the end of it, his nose was a different color. <laughs> oh, God. That's so gross. It's so oh, gross. I have it. I have it. <laughs> One point what you, what given to you begrudgingly. I mean, your ornament's too big for my tree. Ooh, it's if I heard it, I would not know how to move forward. But yes, one point to you. Yes. Um. Okay. Let me see if I can bring us home with one. Yeah. Um. No. And yeah, how about, okay. how about, how about five <laughs> cock rings? Five yeah, cock rings. Yeah. Sure. Five cock rings in one room. There's a holiday party. Sure. At the end of that round. Uh, okay. Neil's got 17. Buddy's got oh, nine. No. High volume pitch. Oh, no. Allie, it's still early. Allie, it's still early. It's still early. Okay. It's anybody's okay. game. It's anybody's 69th episode of Troubled Waters. And we'll be right back with it after this. Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Travel Anderson. And I'm Jared Hill. We are the hosts of Fanti, the show where we have complex and complicado conversations about the gray areas in our lives, the things that we really, really love sometimes, but also have some problematic feelings about. Yes, we get into it all. You want to know our thoughts about Nicki Minaj and all her foolishness? We got you. You want to know our thoughts about gentrification and perhaps some positive? 
question mark Uh aspects of gentrification we get into that too every single thursday you can check us out at maximumfun.org listen you know you want it honey so come on and get it (laughs) period Well, welcome back to the 69th episode of Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing are Ali Vingiano and Alex Edelman. Our next round is called the Festive Michael Buble Christmas Round. Now, as we all know, in 2011, Michael Buble inherited the title King of Christmas uh, when the previous holder, Santa Claus, died in that terrible parkour accident. Uh, Buble has been banging out Christmas albums and Christmas specials ever since. In this round... We have scoured his Wikipedia page for fascinating facts about the Canadian crooner, and then we blanked out key parts. We want you to buzz in and fill in the blanks. You get two points for the correct answer, three points for wrong answers that make me laugh. Or or more, who knows? I'm feeling generous this holiday season. Number one, and either of you can buzz in. Uh, at age 18, Buble entered a local talent contest and won, but was disqualified by organizer Bev Delich for being blank. Um, uh, Neil Page. Yes. The son of a fisherman. Ooh, why would that be? Why would that be? <laughs> I just know his dad is a fisherman. I thought it might make you laugh, and it did get oh, a chuckle. So I okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I like it. I like I like a, 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 a secret wealth of Michael Buble knowledge to be deployed. Is the real answer that he wasn't old enough for some shit? The real answer is that he wasn't old enough mm. for some shit. Yeah, he was underage. So I'll give you, you know, two and a half points. Okay, there you How go. How about that? Okay, there you go. All right, yeah, he was uh, he was 18. I guess he needed to be uh, 21 or something. Yeah. It's... Okay. Uh, number two, when he was a teenager, he slept with blank and prayed to become a singer. Buddy the Elf, I w- the, my, my thought was yeah. a stuffed animal. A, a, a prized, uh, a prized, a prized stuffed, stuffed animal. animal. Unfortunately, no. Was can it I, a Bible? It actually was a Bible. That Two points to you, Allie. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Can I give my answer? Yes, please. Can you restate the question? Yes, I can. Uh, when he was a teenager, he slept with blank and prayed to become a singer. He slept with contest organizer Bev Delich. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I shouldn't do this, but it's the holiday season. Three points, yes. How do you know? Uh, who yeah, but that he slept is? with a Bible. Okay. Uh, he was I, yeah, from the previous well, I mean, question. It's from the previous yeah, question. Yeah, she's Natalie. goldfish. She's goldfish. on Wikipedia. She's famous. Okay, number three. As a child entertainer, he used the stage name blank. Um, Neil Page. Yes, Josh Groban. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no, but no, Allie. Mike Buble. Ooh. Mickey, Mikey, Mikey. Mickey Bubbles. Mickey Bubbles. Mickey Bubbles. Mickey Bubbles. Yes. Yes, Mickey Bubbles. I wish he kept it. Mickey Bubbles. Uh, okay. Uh, number four. He was featured in the ITV documentary Blank, which aired on June 30th, 2013. Uh Buddy the Elf, um, yes. um, Michael Bublé Christmas. Was that his first special? No. no okay. No. It, it also, it was June 30th. But I don't. Clearly, I'm, ba- I'm horrible at listening is what we're learning okay. right now. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Um, it's okay. Neil Page. Yes. What is. Uh, what is. 
what is Michael what is Michael Bublé's Midsummer Spectacular? Oh, I wish Michael Bublé's Day Off. Oh God, yeah. boo! Yeah. I'm boo. I'm ashamed to say I yeah. haven't seen it. Me either. When I'm in New York, we'll do a viewing. I'll I'll pull it up on my my old laptop. All right, number five. An avid hockey fan since childhood, Buble requires blank in his dressing room as part of his contract to concert promoters in every city. Mm, what is? We keep saying what is. What? What? Uh, I'm a huge hockey fan. What would I want to find? Oh, oh, I uh, Neil Page. Yes. What is a naked photo of Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> Incorrect, but three points anyway. Allie, you want to take a swing? It's right there. I was going to say a framed picture of Wayne Gretzky. Mm. Um, At every stop. And he just (laughs) keeps them all in one room of his house. A, you know, like a full, uh, a full on hockey suit for him to do some cosplay. Do some cosplay. Cosplay. A hockey suit. Get on your hockey suits and get out there. <laughs> Win. That's my hockey coach. Is it a hockey session. stick or what something it, boring like that? It's, what is yeah, it? Yeah, like, like a puck, a it's hockey a puck. puck. It's, a, it's a puck. Yeah. Oh, my God. Two gosh, points to you, Allie. just said that. Yeah. I mean, is, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, the, the local team's hockey puck. He's got to have it. Okay. Uh, okay. Finally. Finally. The local team. That's cute. Uh, yeah. Isn't that sweet? Kind of yeah. annoying, but sweet. Uh, number six. Finally. His interest in jazz began at around age five when his family played blank. Buddy the Elf, John yeah. Coltrane. Uh, no. Wow. that w- He would be such a more interesting artist. Uh, three points. Um, Tony Bennett. Oh, no. Mm. His interest in jazz began at age Alex five. Alex is so deep in thought. Like so much deeper, really, than the situation even warrants. I'm curious. Like what is, by the way, Michael Moon is like talented, right? Like he's. Yeah. Um, okay. Interest really in jazz, actually. but what is the top interest in jazz? How old is Michael Bublé? Can I ask that? Uh, I have no idea. I'm gonna say forty ish. Okay. Late thirties, early forties. He's definitely in his forties. What is? Yeah. Dave. Sometimes Dave Brubeck. What is Bing Crosby? What is? Um, is that? Is it Bing Crosby? Bing Crosby's White Christmas album. All right. Aww. We'll give you a point because you kind of were, you know, around it. You were around, around it. it. Yeah, I was around uh, it. All right. Let us recap them scores after that. Michael Buble round. He's the bubbly spokesperson. John Coltrane. John Coltrane. John Coltrane fan I've from heard way back. Coltrane. All right. Neil's got 29 and a half points, but he's got 16. However, I do believe our final round is going to be decisive, and it is coming up after this. Well, Manolo, we have a show to promote. It's called Dr. Game Show. It's a family-friendly podcast where listeners submit games, and we play them with callers from around the world. No, sounds good. New episodes uh, happen every other Wednesday on MaximumFun.org. It's a it's a fast and loose oasis of absurd innocence and naivete. And Are you writing a poem? No, and just saying things from my memory. And uh, it's a nice break from reality. <laughs> Is that, are we allowed to say that? I don't know, it sounds bad. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. It does not. <laughs> Come for the games and stay for the chaos.
Welcome back to Troubled Waters. It's the holiday episode. It's the 69th episode. It's got Alex Edelman. It's got Ali Vingiano. It is time for our final round. And it is one that we are calling a very Troubled Waters holiday. We are, of course, right in the middle of Hallmark's onslaught of Christmas movies. 41 brand new titles on that channel alone this year. That is not even including Christmas movies made for Lifetime or Netflix or other other media outlets, uh, which means uh, this year there are 146 new Christmas movies. So Troubled Waters has decided it is time for us to cast our lot in this little genre ourselves. We're going. To, I'm going to give you a series of prompts together as one... We are going to build a movie from scratch based on that hard-tested basic cable TV formula. You will give me the answers in in a cooperative back-and-forth game. We are going to build the ultimate Christmas romantic comedy together. In the spirit of the holiday, you're going to work together. I'll join in, and I will reward points based on your answers and how well you work together and build off of what has been established. Okay, we're making a Christmas movie together. Allie, to start... What hectic job does our female protagonist have in the big city? Oh, she's a baker at a local uh, local bakery trying to make all the cupcakes and all the Christmas cookies. Uh, she's trying to make all those Christmas cookies because obviously mm-hmm. she's scaling up her business. It's very popular in the big city. What's her name real quick? Um, Jennifer. Jennifer. Of course Perfect. it's Jennifer. Jennifer baking those cookies. Uh, what big task does she have to do that just happens to need to be done on Christmas Eve, Alex? Oh my God, there's been a flower shortage on Christmas Eve. There's been a what? flower shortage. She needs this flower and there's just, she needs she needs to solve this problem big time. Okay, there's a, a certain flower that she likes to put on cakes and it's like, it's it's it, there's a shortage? Yeah, she only uses she only uses this stone ground flour and it's just like there's they can't find it anywhere. Oh. Okay. I thought you meant flour, like no, flowers. No, 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 no. It's a stone. Flour. She's a baker. What there's are you a talking flour about? Shortage. There's a flour shortage okay, of flour. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So she's got to get to the small town flour factory to get all the flour that she needs yes. before Christmas Eve so she can get all those cookies out. Uh, okay, so um, where is the flour factory? What's the quaint little town where the flour factory is, Allie? It's a quaint little town where the flour, uh, flour, I think it's like a New York City like bakery, but she has to go to like Long Island to this cute little factory to get it. But can oh, I wow. can I pitch something or no? I don't know how Ab- it works. Absolutely, yeah, nothing's off the table. I think like she goes to get the flour and it turns out the rival bakery has already got all the flour and that's run by that super cute guy, but he's so annoying because he's runs the bigger baker bakery shop that's more popular oh. than her own. Oh my god. I don't know if I'm going okay. too far. <laughs> so she goes to the quaint little town on Long Island, uh, where there's a flour factory, but her rival who what's his name? Alex? His name is Mark. His name is Mark, Jennifer and Mark. You know, they've got a special couple name once they get together. They're Jennifer and, you know, Jennifer is just the perfect. <laughs> Jennifer is just the perfect Uh-oh. thing. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. Jennifer. Okay, um, so when she gets to the uh, quaint little uh, village on Long Island, but so all of this is happening in the lead up to Christmas Eve. And on top of it, Allie, she hates Christmas because of a personal trauma. What is that mm-hmm. personal trauma? Her... Both of her parents died on Christmas. Uh, Alex, how does she finally begin to soften to Mark? What um, does he do that gets her fences down? You know, she comes to his doorstep and he's initially resistant, but he also lost his parents on Christmas. Oh, and this is how they this is how they bond. It's like a Bruce Wayne and Superman thing where, you know, they just uh-huh. have like this, you know, 
There's this one moment where she's like, fine, I'll use my parents' ashes instead of the flower. And then he's like, your parents? She's like, uh-huh. yeah, they died on Christmas, Mark. And then he's like, my parents died on Christmas. Wow. So like, that's how they connect. They connect over this horrible event. It's okay. the same reindeer, by the way. So they soften? It's the same reindeer that jumped through the parents' windshield both times. This is a killer reindeer. Oh, God. Who's speared all of the parents' with the with the. Well, antlers. no, this is a famous... This antlers. reindeer is responsible for several deaths. He just, you know, he jumps through your windshield and then everyone else passes away but the reindeer. And he's done this four or five times. It's a killer reindeer. Jesus. <laughs> we need wow. a spinoff movie with this reindeer. Yeah, antlers of... I'm telling you, Antlers of Fury is the name of the... Uh, wow. Uh, they get together. They decide to split the flower and make all of their their holiday treats together. Um, what is the final third act complication? Either of you can jump in. They're getting really close and they're bonding. And then mm-hmm. Mark has a moment where he's like, "I can't do this. I don't want yeah. this. Like, I'm just you know, like we can't work together. I'm gonna take the flower. Like, you know." And she is really hurt. And then Mark has to realize that. He has to be brave and he has to accept love into his life. Oh, wow. That's wow. beautiful. That's so that's sweet. Beautiful. All right. Uh, okay. And finally, you each get a pitch at this. What is the title of this film? Oh, my God. It's called Christmas on Long Island. Like, it's got everything that Long Island. It's like, it's got trash. It's got betrayal. It's got yeah. untimely and and weirdly thought out deaths of parents. Got yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Allie, what's your pitch on a title? From rise to like, mm, I guess it'll just be like a, a, a Christmas bake. No, no, a it's Christmas called, bake. It's called for goodness. A Christmas bake for, on Long it's Island. It's called for goodness bakes. If you want to do it, if for, goodness goodness, bakes. for goodness bakes. bakes. That's needs, your fun. I think all I'll the take Christmas either. movies need to have Christmas in the title. I think it has to be like. Mm-hmm. Mm, but for goodness bakes, it's good. But I think if hmm. for Christmas goodness bakes, there you go. Starring it's Catherine for Heigl. Bakes, uh, okay. 20 points to you, Alex. 23 and a half points to you, Allie. It's a tie. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's a Christmas miracle. Holy cow. Congratulations to the Very parody. nice. It's a 69th episode miracle. Uh, okay. It is now time for plugs. Tell us what you're working on and then tell us something someone else did that you think is awesome that you want the world to know about. Ooh, Alex, I we'll start with that. you. Okay, I'm I'm doing this solo show at Cherry Lane called Just for Us uh, in New York City. Yeah. Please do come to it. It's very fun. Uh, uh-huh. And something that someone else is doing that I think is awesome. There is a there's a show in Los Angeles called Icons Only that's run by uh-huh. Nori Reed and uh, Maddie Connors and uh, Amy Silverberg and a whole bunch of young uh, cool people and. The yeah, it's a show run by these incredible uh women and the show is really good. I, I don't think you'll ever see uh-huh. see me on the show. I'm not an icon, but it is a really wonderful show. And so yeah, young level shows in Los Angeles. Right. Ellery Smith and Dana Donnelly run another one. So like yeah, young local shows in LA. I see Christian applauding. It's like, okay. Yeah. Christian's applauding. I'm applauding in my mind. Allie, how about you? Um, the movie I'm starring in is out now uh streaming, Woo! The End of Us. You can rent it, buy it. Um and it might, it's probably not going to be in theaters anymore. So yeah, stream it. And then um, mm-hmm. for something someone else is doing, it's 
my, so the end of us was made with a group of friends who, um, I all, I used to work with years ago when I worked at Buzzfeed and, um, a couple other friends who I worked with, there are also now killing it. And my friend Quinta Brunson, who I used to work with has a new show called Abbott Elementary, which also, uh, other people I used to work with write for it and act in it. Kate Peterman, Justin Tan. Uh So watch Abbott Elementary. The pilot is out now. Everyone loves it, which is incredible. And I think in January, the full season will come out. Awesome. Thank you very much. Ali Vingiano, Alex Edelman, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Alex Edelman make a noise. Woo! Woo-hoo-hoo! Ali Vingiano. Yay! Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. They're making a noise right now, but you can't hear them. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Ho, ho, ho. Woo! And we're coming down your chimney. Happy 69th. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.